This week, the article on clean communication is a slightly edited version of the one we had on the website for over 15 years. We're reviving this uh, for several reasons. One, because it is one of the most powerful tools that any one that is in relationship with another can use, which of course makes it a very powerful tool. And secondly, because I am away for the next couple of weeks and, uh, and so rather than writing a fresh article, we have brought out a classic. In my own life and work, practicing clean communication is a non-negotiable. It enables me to live light. We teach clean communication as part of the Centropic Enterprise Masterclass, which is open for registration at the end of May. Uh, it's an essential component of the Trust Manifesto. It enables teams working on a big vision to stay focused on the vision rather than spending their time dealing with the human relational dysfunctions that happen so regularly. I hope you enjoy this article. You probably will also need to see the visuals, so do please check out the written version. Most importantly, I hope you use this tool of clean communication to enhance every area of your life. Hello, this is Christine McDougall, and this is Sunday Centropy for May 1st, 2022. Clean communication, living and working light. Clean communication is at the very foundation of any integrous generative relationship. It enables us to live light, to be free of Sisyphean burdens that slow everything down, to step into each day at peace. Defining what clean communication is. When communication does not have a negative charge to it in any way, we at Centropic World define this as clean communication. There is no component of the communication that has any form of trigger, attack, shame, blame, upset, anger, manipulation, ridicule, disdain, lies, or otherwise. Unclean communication is when the communication, and hence the relationship between those communicating, is triggered or charged. Unclean communication may be consciously or unconsciously delivered. Consciously delivered unclean communication may be easier to deal with because there is an emotional awareness around it. A person is deliberately setting out to speak with anger, attack, or manipulation. Unconscious delivered unclean communication is more tricky as the person delivering the communication may be in denial about the full intent that lives below their communication. Someone may also speak without any charge into an environment where the receiving party is either operating from heightened sensitivity or jumps too quickly to conclusions about the communication and as such, they take an innocent communication as an attack on their personhood. If we look at the graphic below, please see the article in the show notes, person A is having a communication with person B. In this graphic, the communication is represented by an arrow passing between the two. Neither person A or B are experiencing anything but a smooth flow of communication. This is called clean communication. In the next graphic, the communication is no longer clean. There is a small blip in the flow. People may register these blips in many ways. You may feel sensations such as slight discomfort in some part of your body, a feeling of nausea, breathlessness, increased heart rate. 
physical shock in the heart or gut area in the more extreme cases. Or you may register a thought such as, something is not right here, I do not believe them, something is missing, they are having a go at me, they do not like me or what I have done or my work. I sense sarcasm, attack, bitterness, a hidden agenda. Or you may intuit ideas such as attack, ridicule, deception, lying, manipulation. Sometimes you do not become aware of low-grade issues until much later, when upon reflection you may have had any of the above experiences, even to the vaguest degree. If you are person A and you do experience any of the above, you cannot assume that your experience is a true interpretation of the other person's communication. You are only able to acknowledge that it is your experience. In human development, the choice to acknowledge this as your experience only before going into any form of reaction is an essential part of emotional intelligence. If you do have a knee-jerk reaction, you have work to do on your own emotional intelligence. It is much easier to make the other person wrong. Person B may be completely innocent. The fault may lie in your interpretation and sensitivity. You must be willing to accept that this is the case. The only way you are going to establish this is to ask the question of person B. Here is an example of how to do that. Person A. Yesterday, when we were talking about X, you mentioned Y. I may not have heard your message clearly. Would you be able to discuss this just to be sure I am on the right wavelength with you? What did you mean by? And you continue until you have reached clarity. Or you could say, yesterday when we were talking about X, you mentioned Y. I may not have heard your message clearly. I may be off base here, but I had the sense that you were upset about something I have done. And then you pause until person B responds. Person B may have delivered unclean communication with intention. This means there is an issue occurring between the two of you and it needs to be addressed. For those of you who do not like confrontation, this may not be a pleasant experience. However, the consequences of not doing this are going to be so far worse as the issue will continue to evolve until a major upset occurs. Repression of minor upset over time literally is the cause of major relational breakdowns. Little atrocities build and build and build, with one or both parties numbing to the situation, or falling under a kind of spell, or building up such a degree of toxic residue that violence of some form is the only outcome. Violence or silence, both serious. If a small, unclean communication is left unaddressed, the next time you step back into the conversation with person B, you will be carrying the energy of the unclean communication. Unless you have very high emotional intelligence, you will find it hard to step back into any form of communication with this person without carrying some form of residue. Residue can look like slight nervousness, being wary, looking for confirming evidence that you are right, anxiety, upset of some form, a combative approach, defensiveness, withholding certain pieces of information, lowered trust. Person B may still be innocent. The issue is quite possibly entirely yours. 
Left unaddressed, the situation expands to the extent that there will eventually be a blow-up. See the third graphic. Many times, blow-up type situations occur from innocence and failure to address issues. For example, if person A interprets a communication from person B as carrying a charge and fails to address it when they next step back into a communication with person B, they will be carrying some form of residue. At some point, person B, who was innocent to start, picks up the negative charge coming from person A, and they now bring their own residue to further communications. Eventually, a blow-up will occur, all over misinterpretation and failure to commit to clean communication. If person B is bringing overt intentional attack to their communication, conflict resolution skills are required. Saying nothing is not a healthy option. Most people say nothing or become defensive and add more fuel to a simmering fire. The practice of clean communication is integral to Centropic World and highly advised for any Centropic enterprise. It works like this. Steward leaders commit to keeping all communication completely clear at all times. They also educate their team on clean communication and ask that everyone commits to clean communication. The language and the practice become part of the culture. Of course, it is critical that the steward leader supports a level of openness and honesty for this to happen. If there is no safety or trust within the organization, clean communication will not work. Good leadership skills will ensure this happens. Even without the staff training and within a healthy culture, a leader who operates from clean communication will build powerful relationships and demonstrate the highest level of leadership integrity. In Centropic World's business and my life, Clean communication agreements between partners is a non-negotiable. It is often the only non-negotiable rule we have, given that most of our relationships are built with a ground of high trust and respect from the outset. If all parties are committed to clean communication and take action around this, relationships and the work and life space maintain a healthy flow. Any upset or miscommunication is usually easily resolved. It is the only way to live and work. Note, environmental conditions can contribute to unhealthy communication. Stress, low blood sugar, lack of sleep, hormonal changes and deadlines can make people snappy. The question is, do they have the self-awareness to recognize the source of their snappy communication? If not immediately, then in a reasonable amount of time and apologize. Simultaneously, can the person receiving their snappy communication provide bandwidth at that moment and not take it personally, when things have cooled down to then openly discuss the situation and consider pathways to not have it happen again? Snapping back at someone who is snappy for an environmental reason at that moment will be completely unproductive for anyone. It does not make it right, but it will mitigate the effect short term. If someone is a chronic snapper, then the environmental conditions need to be better managed, as well as their own self-awareness of the negative effects their communication is having. Clean communication also applies to events, ourselves, and things. For example, we can have a very unclean communication with ourselves. Indeed, many people have a low-grade unclean communication running as background noise in their psyche for years. I am not good enough. I fail at everything I touch. I am bad with money, bad with relationships, bad with commitments. 
name your poison. Trauma as an event triggers inner loops of unclean communication with self. There is a residue reflexive charge to certain conditions or people that trauma evokes. We can have unclean communication with things like heights, a headscarf, types of food. The point is to notice that we have been triggered and the trigger has set off a spiral response. The question is how to pull ourselves out of the spiral trap and restore the charge to neutral. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning, this is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Uh, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... Hi, Eth, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question.